this week on the Tall Chief Cigar Cigar Circle Podcast. Dave and I are back from PCA. We have so many cool stories, people, cigars, experiences, everything to talk about that went into the PCA trip. Places we went, things we saw. We're bringing that all to you. We have no interview today. Dave and I are just going to riff it, you know, like two best friends normally would. We got our new uh, little show samples here. We're going to talk about that. We're going to fill you in on everything that's been going on since the last episode. It's going to be a packed one, guys, so you know what time it is. Cut it, light it, let's go. Episode 13. Episode 13. Oh, my God. All right, let me know when we're ready. We're ready, baby. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, Welcome, everybody, to the Tall Chief Cigar Cigar Circle Podcast, episode 13. Lucky 13. The Baker's Dozen. That's right. 13. Uh, (laughs) As always, it's your boy Carl here, uh, freshly freshly back from Las Vegas, Nevada. Mm -hmm. Um, Sinuses going crazy, body not acclimating well, (laughs) but we wanted to strike while the iron's hot. You know, the show just ended a couple days ago. But first, before we get into all that, I am joined, as always, by my buddy, my travel partner, my business partner, my cigar buddy. Now, coming at you live with video, <laughs> it's Dave. Dave, how's it going, man? What's up? What was what was the trip like for you, dude? Yeah, it was awesome. And, you know, Las Vegas is a, is a cool place to visit. Um, the cigar show, putting that aside, like that is for a cigar nerd like myself and like you and like all the guys that are following along with us right now, is the PCA convention is one of the coolest experiences. Um, you know, just, just to be there and see all of these brands coming together, working together, um, getting to know the industry and how all these guys oh, yeah. are connected and tied together and working toward this common hobby that we all love, right? Like all of that is so cool, almost spiritual, you know? It's like a pilgrimage of, of sorts. But then... Uh, Las Vegas as a town you know there's no escaping the sounds and lights and like no, you know the go the just the go 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 of that place like people say that New York City is the city that never sleeps but that is I feel like I never sleep when I'm in Las Vegas uh, for that week I'm uh, it's impossible to escape the sort of hubbub of that place um, you know we're right on the strip the whole time we're in a giant resort casino and everything so like i'm sure there are places you could go to get away but uh yeah so that's the experience of of being at the pca convention uh the venetian palazzo complex the slots the games the gambling the card games and everything and then just a whole lot of cigars man it's it's awesome it yeah. was a really fun experience and we came back with a bunch of awesome new cigars yeah, to totally talk about. dude yeah it is like the uh it's like the I don't know the it, I don't know how to even explain it, but it's like the cigar event of the year. It's like the yeah. it's like the Academy Awards yep. for cigars. That's right. right. Like yeah. it's like everybody's there. Ha- yep, everybody's yeah. there. Yeah. Everybody's introducing some new thing. Everybody's getting their accolades from cigars they put out the year before. Mm-hmm. A couple interesting things to probably talk about in that realm later. It was cool to hear from other brands too, like talking about how they stockpile inventory lead to lead up to this week. You know, like they're putting they're putting inventory on hold and stuff, and like piling up, knowing that this one week is coming, 
where all the shops are coming, all the retailers are going to be putting in their huge orders for oh, the yeah. rest of the summer and like taking advantage of all of these crazy deals that they that yeah. they use to promote their product. And so, you know, that part is interesting too. You were talking about how, um, you know, being there, you know, it's a cool experience. You it it expands your knowledge as a tobacconist. It oh, expands yeah. your knowledge of the industry, how all these guys fit together and where they're all from and what you know their backgrounds and stuff too the companies the the, the major players yeah um, yeah there's so much to learn you know i mean just being there with like every brand having like all their cigars on display you see things that you've never seen before mm-hmm. you know like here's a wild fact yeah and it's pretty kind of embarrassing i had never seen a box of partagas classico wow the yellow box i've never seen really one. I've always seen them in like individual pouches yeah. or s- samples. Yeah, that's right, the pouches. Yeah. I've never seen how beautiful that box yeah. is. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I want to get that. Especially one of those like when shelf. it's next to the black yeah. and the cortado. It's yeah. like they're all, yeah. 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 So like things like that, it's like a really cool example of like exposing yourself to stuff that's been around for a little while, yeah. but maybe you haven't seen it before. Just, you know, when we got to the shop, we basically inherited 700 babies that we have to help grow right so like that's the way i always and some babies you know didn't really it's like cattle you know like some didn't make it some were runs and some are just like our our boss hogs you know like that's how i've always looked at it it's just like we're farmers right kind of weird but it helps me so yeah no that's a good analogy it's like far it's like we're farmers and we have all of these all uh, this crop all this crop yeah yeah and some crop is bad you got to cut it cull it and get in some new crop yeah. you know so yeah. like i uh it's cool seeing like all the cigars like set up next to each other let the brands like sell the brands really celebrate themselves at pca and that's really cool and that being said every friggin' company is there yeah so you can't get a, you're not seeing everything unless yeah. you're there for the entire time which we were not <laughs> But we saw a lot. We saw a lot. We a did our lot. best. We did our best to get the entire show floor in, you know, in the limited time that we had there. We had like two two full days plus a third day of attending some seminars and and uh, you know talks and things, which we can we can get into that. Like that was a really cool experience too to hear some of these giants of the industry talking about you know the the actual nuts and bolts of oh, yeah. the tobacco you oh, know yeah. like that was really really cool not just like you know i mean part of a bummer part of the bummer for me is like everybody kind of sells their cigar the same way but when you talk to the guys who blend it who oversee it it's a different it's a different realm of knowledge yes. and expertise and understanding yeah, it's like great like four country blend this other thing yeah right tell right. us what it how it how the process of acquiring a four country blend goes yeah. and yeah. why they taste good together and yeah. how you found that. Like that's to us, uh, the cool part outside of, yeah, it's a great price point and it's, you know, it's got this, you know, it's, it sits good on a brick and mortar shelf. It's yeah. like, yeah, cool dude. Like great. But when we actually hear about like where it came from, the process of developing it, the, the, the roadblocks that were in the way, why you thought it would be a good combination right. together like that. That's the cool stuff, you know. I think it was it was it it was Christian Uroa who was talking about, you know, he what he was saying about the process of bringing these blends to fruition sort of made me realize how far in advance these guys are thinking, how far down the line mm. 
they're thinking when when they're when they're developing this stuff if you think about it man like that's the beauty of it. some of these tobaccos are aged for years and then that's that's the end of that process the yeah. aging happens at the end of the process so you know going all the way back to, to putting the seeds in the ground thinking about when this product is coming to market and how much of it you're going to need to have so how much of this f- specific filler tobacco you know you need to have at this point in the process and it's like they're thinking so far ahead right. so many moves ahead and you know as as consumers we go into a shop and it's like oh you know you don't have what you know you don't have fuente natural chateau natural it's like come on what you know and it's like yeah you know this this when we post that material i really hope that it helps some guys get a new appreciation for like how how far down the road these guys really have to go. You know? Yeah, I mean, we captured so much material and content from big names in the industry. Um, some interviews, some seminars, some stuff like that. It's it's a great look behind the curtain of like how this comes to be, yeah. right? Because yeah. like, very cool. It's like they're playing a game almost. We get to think turns and turns and yeah. turns ahead, yeah. years down yeah. the line. Right, right. And your moves are very crucial where like if you screw up like that's the blend you had planned for your 20th anniversary or whatever you know whatever it might be so just the amount of knowledge and craftsmanship and expertise and mastery that goes into the process is so arduous and long Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. and you sometimes you pay five dollars for a great cigar it's crazy like it's we're, we're very lucky it's very it's crazy but it's awesome and the industry is uh, very small and you come to get to know people and they share with you some cool information and you know being at PCA for us as retailers and nerds um, hugely important so I'm glad we get the opportunity to do that it is it is tiresome it is work yeah. I would say that there was a very minimal amount of you know relaxing or enjoyment right. when we were gone I personally came back Exhausted. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting for sure. Uh, Saturday night, I you know I went to bed for thirteen hours after right after the show. Yeah. Just went right to sleep. I wasn't <laughs> feeling too great. It's a it's a lot, you know. It's a lot, but we do these things so that we could share every every part, not just the cigars. Like yes, of course we want to sell you all the stuff we bought, but like it's a hobby at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like you want to get into the you want to get into the meat of the hobby, and this is our way of doing it yeah. through being at these events, capturing it bring bring the stories back to you guys so we have so many things to talk about and so many different booths that we went to and so many cigars that we tried um i don't know if you want to yeah yeah, what i thought would be cool to jump into to to jump it jump us into it is like think about giving out a best in show award like you want to do some awards both for booth okay and cigar right like best in show booth who do you think would be in like your your top of that list? Yeah, I think we should just go back and forth and, and just yeah. prompt each other for a little while yeah, about yeah. like what's the okay. Yeah, so the best yeah, yeah. you want me to tell you the best like, booth. Yeah, what was your what was your which what's the first one that comes to mind? Your favorite booth at the show? <clears throat> okay, the first booth that came to mind for me is the J.C. Newman slash Arturo yeah. Fuente booth. Yeah, because the amount of detail that goes into this booth. So if you haven't been to a show before, haven't seen pictures. Their booth is their cigar factory in Tampa with a big clock tower. I'm right. sure you've been there. It's like their, it's like their, their signature, the big clock tower, the, the J.C. Newman. But it's kind of a hybrid with Arturo Fuente. 
Mm-hmm. And Arturo Fuente is really good at putting out little uh, collectibles, mm-hmm. bobbleheads. Their boxes are collectible. Mm-hmm. Little th- gloves, things like that. Little things from the Fuente family that are like signature items over the years. And there are these big glass windows uh, on the sides of the Newman factory with all of these old pictures Mm -hmm. and little, just little, the attention to detail put into this booth and the way things are placed is incredible. Also, the coolest thing that I saw at this booth was on the corner, on the corner of their booth was every Opus box they had all neatly stacked up. that was awesome. Dude, I got a picture of it. It was incredible. Yeah, it we'll was have so to cool. post that. I think I think we t- I think I took a picture of that too. That was very cool. The the like life size uh, statue. Oh yeah, uh, like cartoon statue. Yeah, of uh, Carlito. I think it was. Yeah. And, and um, so yeah, so much care and attention to detail went into uh, the yeah. JC Newman booth, and they from from last year. I remember it being much the same way. Like it was, it was enormous. They yeah. had a coffee bar. And on the back of it, they had like a little area that would simulate a park that was like a bunch of different tables and chairs mm-hmm. for you to sit down and make deals and right. talk to your rep and stuff like that. Unfortunately, um, I didn't know that our rep was going to be there beforehand. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really talk or set anything up. Yeah. So if I hadn't known that, then I probably did ordering before the show. But um, the booth itself, very impressive. A lot of like park benches. Yeah. But then just, like, you're able to, like, get a visual history mm-hmm. of the Newman family, of the Fuente family, mm-hmm. and the partnership that they have. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing, and it's, like, a great piece of cigar history. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I think I know where you're going to go with what your booth is going to be. Oh, because that booth also, and if you don't, if this isn't what you're thinking, but I think it is, because this booth was fucking you, awesome. you might know you might know yeah. exactly what i so was I'm gonna, gonna say i'm gonna pass it but off to first you. let me let me contrast I, I think it's interesting to contrast the fuente booth with the rocky patel booth which was you know set up in this it's a, it's a, it's a much different feel set up to look very sleek and modern every whatever 10 square feet there's a pillar a glass cabinet serving as a pillar with the Rocky logo at the top and one of their cigars displayed in in sort of four nice boxes all like stacked around each other. Mm-hmm. And there was there was one of these glass cases for each of their products. And it's like set up in this grid. It's an it's a, it was a big amount of space square footage wise, but it didn't have the ornate elaborative uh sort of elaborate uh, construction that like the Fuente booth has, right? right. Um, and it was set up much more to do business. Like mm-hmm. that was, that's what I took away from that. There were tables and chairs set up at, at every one of these little uh, glass booths or glass cabinets and they were there to take orders. You know, they had their, Couches. Right, <laughs> they had couches set up. They had all of their samples behind a counter with separate staff back there taking orders from the sales reps like okay i need one of these one of these one of these yeah and they go back over to their customer throw them the samples sit down let's get to business you know it was like set up to crank out dollars and and sales you know yeah I mean? there's like a psychology to building a booth right and yeah. it's like what are we there for right and if you're a small company a relatively unknown company you just got a counter your cigars maybe a couple chairs but probably not 
Uh, it's made for one one person to sit down. Yeah. Because like there was a booth we were at, we were gonna do some business and like it was like a tight squeeze, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you have a couple booths, you know, foundation was set up to make deals. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's right. Rocky set up to make deals. Yeah. Like Gurkha, my Oliva father. Oliva yeah, set up Oliva. to make deals. Yeah. 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 So those booths are and then there's so the psychology that goes into it is kind of interesting because it's like, what are we trying to do? You know? And I think if you and I ever, you know, like if we were in the position of like in being in charge of that, I feel like we would we would be creating it to just like show off our brand and mm-hmm. just like I, I would want to approach it as like you want to be a part of this. I'm not necessarily here to get a check for 10K, but right, like right. come learn about our brand. You right. know, like Cavalier right. was a great example of a booth that was set up to learn about the brand. Right. You know, all the cigars are out. There's cool little swag. Right. There's a couple tables there. No big deal. We're all pretty much just smoking cigars and having fun at yep. that booth. You know, uh, a lot of those brands yes. are, yeah. So. And that leads me to my pick for my favorite booth, huh. which is uh, the Ovea Negro. Oh. Booth. I thought it was awesome. The way that they did this, especially after hearing about where they were at in brand development, like the stage that that company is at as far as marketing and brand development. Um, Ovea Negra is the sort of umbrella company uh, that makes up. There's actually four four brands under that umbrella, um, two of which are already here in the humidor, and uh, you know we're in, in we're considering uh, expanding that selection a little bit. But it's Blackwork Studios and Black Label Trading Company. And then there's another couple of brands under there. One is called Emilio, and the other is Dissident Cigars. So after hearing about it, you know, Ovea Negra, it's not a name most people know. It's certainly not a name that I knew even a year ago before we got into talks with them. Um, So where they're at in terms of developing their brand is we want everyone to recognize that these, these companies are all related. These four companies... Emilio, Dissident, Blackworks, and Black Label Trading Company are all, a f- these are a family of brands. That's what we want people to understand. Uh, much like, you know, people understand that, uh, you know, or at least guys who are in the industry or involved in, in smoking a lot of cigars <laughs> understand that Arturo Fuente and uh, J.C. Newman Brickhouse, like this is a family, right? right? Uh, and Ovea Negra, that's where they're at. They're trying to get people to understand and recognize those brands as a, as a group. And so the way they set up their booth was this big four-walled, it felt like it was a room. It felt like you were in a big room. Even though it wasn't four walls, it was four corners with openings where the walls would be. But when you, when you step in, you feel like you're inside of a room and on the inside walls of each of the four corners were nicely displayed, yeah. each of the four brands with big logos right over top, you know, uniformly displayed. I thought they did a fantastic job and it felt like this is one company now and now it's, now it's in my head that like, that, you know, these brands are all represented by Ovea Negra and um, I thought the way that they displayed that in a sort of modern way was awesome. They displayed a lot of their PCA special stuff in a cool way too. Yeah, yeah. It was just in like a retail glass counter, kind of like what you would see in here, just elevated a little bit more right. off the ground to be more like level with your eyes. Yeah. Um, yeah I, have some, I have some pictures of the Ovea Negra booth we'll, yeah. put, we'll put online as well, yeah. 
you know their branding their branding is really cool it's very modern it's like uh it's it's like current you know a lot of graffiti artwork dark kind of darker kind of kind of tones totally. to it um but i mean their cigars are awesome we are getting a pca exclusive from oveja negra called the poison dart very cool box very excited to have that yeah Cigar, we, you know, didn't get a sample. Should be a cool cigar that I can't wait to smoke. I love their Vitola sizes. Mm-hmm. They're one of these brands that makes their cigars in one or two different sizes. But, uh, you know, like, we'll tell you time and time again that, like, every cigar has a size. And if a company is making their cigars in one size, that tells me a lot about that company. Mm-hmm. That they care about the experience, the craftsmanship, and they really believe that this is the way to smoke this blend of tobacco. Right. It's always a green flag for me if I see that. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Even if they're small, smaller ring sizes, smaller, smaller Vitola sizes, just because, you know, a lot of guys struggle to see the value of like a Corona, right. you know, or of a, a you know a little. Panatella or a you know, yeah. Lonsdale or whatever yeah. whatever size you're talking about that's smaller. That's also why when we see even a cigar that we're very familiar with all of a sudden available in a new size, it's like, oh, yeah. Like, I can't wait to try that, you know, because it's going to be a, a new experience because the size makes such a difference, you know. So anyway, so that's, yeah, th- yes. those are like some of, the, some of the awesome booths there. Like the, what's another one that comes to mind that you really liked? The one that I thought you were going to go with was Padron. Yeah, I mean that was just it's just like a it's like a history book. Yes, it really is. You know, yeah. they've commemorated every member of the Padrone family with a beautiful pedestal ashtray with the hammer, the big hammer right yeah. on it right in the middle. Yeah. So awesome. That was really so cool. So cool. They're showing off every grade above 90 they've ever gotten from any publication. <laughs> And that list was long. It was a long That list, list. was long. <laughs> Every size of the 1964 anniversary series had like 10 or 12 entries yeah. for different times. It's been rated above 91 or whatever. Yeah. You, know. you know, I really loved the foundation booth too. Um, I yeah. love the Rastafarian music yeah. they had going yeah, on. Cool. I love that. Foundation is, for being around less than 10 years, that brand is just a c- completely awesome. They're it is like it. the best. It's the best balance of like. I feel like speaking to the younger generation of cigar smokers, mm-hmm. while also every cigar has a beautiful story. You know, from the owner Nick, who started as like a, I think he was like a retail person or yeah. something, and now yeah. he has his own his own place. I mean, he was with Drew Estate for a really long yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. started at the bottom, worked his way up. A lot of people would get to Drew and be like, shit, I made it. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, nah, I want to own my own company. Yeah. So amazing, amazing guy. They were the title sponsor of PCA. So you knew they were going to come with something. I want you to tell the listeners mm-hmm. what you told me about our experience with Foundation, about where we were last year compared to <laughs> to now. Yeah. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. And I thought it was a cool, like, you know, talking point. Yeah. It's a cool talking point and a cool moment of reflection that we had at the show when we're sitting down, you know, um, debating whether or not to order, you know, 10 or 20 boxes of Tabernacle. And uh, I stopped for a second and thought, man, this time last year, we were sitting here, you know, wondering if we would ever have the chance. Like, 
dreaming about the day that we would be able to place an order for Foundation yeah. Tabernacle. You yeah. know, like how awesome would that be? Dude? Like, dude, we got to get Charter oh, Oak. Oh man, we got to try to get Charter yeah. Oak. Like, I don't know if they're gonna What's let us. What's it gonna take? Yeah. You know. <laughs> and then that was a year ago, and now yeah. we are going to carry literally every cigar they have. Yeah, yeah, every single one, and that is awesome. That's, <laughs> That's really cool, including the new ones. And there's so many new ones. Speaking we'll of which, yeah, yeah, I've got a, I've got in my hand right here. This is the new. So Charter Oak line's been doing really well for us. This is the new Charter Oak. Uh, what are they calling it? Pegnatero. Pegnatero. Pegnataro. Mm. Uh, you know, and there's a there's a, a shade and a broadleaf, and you know this the broadleaf I I had actually a, a few days ago. If you like Charter Oak Broadleaf, um, it's it's that stepped up mm -hmm. uh, a good few notches because the price point will be a little bit different, but uh, you, what you're getting in return is like a f it's like a fantastic you know it deserves deserves like an anniversary series designation like yeah. Charter it's like a Charter Oak anniversary series yeah or something like that yeah. right it's like a really special Charter Oak and the shade is going over really well so far too this is the first one I've had so yeah and then you know they announced a couple new cigars there one being the Metapa named after a famous Nicaraguan poet is that right uh yeah that that was the story it was a poet yeah, I yeah it was a poet I think that was it yeah it was a poet this cigar was fantastic it was uh it was so full. Yeah. It was so full. Uh, it was just, and you know, the reps will tell you like some flavor notes and tasting notes. Dude, this was an espresso coffee. It had the it had the the cocoa notes that Eduardo was talking about. But oh, Eduardo should be on the show soon, by the way. I'm right. hoping, right? Just to talk about all these new smokes that mm -hmm. we're gonna get. I was so impressed. I was also almost mad that I smoked it in the car on the way home yeah. from work. Like I was like, oh man, like. I would have that would have been that would have been a garage stick hanging yeah. out summertime for sure. That yeah. cigar was awesome. I can't wait to sell it. It's amazing. That's awesome. We bought so much foundation. We got it at a great discount, um, and we're gonna have it all. We're gonna have more sizes of upsetters for guys who like a good infused cigar mm -hmm. and maybe don't want to have the same old thing they've been having. There is uh, there's so much going on, and their booth very cool. If I had to, if I had to name any other ones that offhand came to me i really uh you know a lot of booths are just a couple you know uh displays nondescript things just kind of here's our cigars this that the other thing um how about the uh how about dunbarton oh yeah yeah the dunbarton booth is cool it's it's always the same but it's really it covers all the it bases is, it does it's always it is always the same but it was packed when we were there too like the thing I like about the Dunbarton booth is the big family style table. Yeah. 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 I like that because everybody's shoulder to shoulder, yeah. but doing buys, yeah. buying stuff. Yeah. But like it has a, they're, they're a family owned business, right? Mm -hmm. So it has that family vibe that it's like very on brand for them. Yeah. You know, say what you will about Steve Saka. I love the guy. He's a big personality. You know, you might like him. You might not. I think he's great. But, uh, I just, I love that everything is just so uniform and nice and, and you know, Steve's at the head of the booth, yeah. obviously, yeah. which I, I think if you read between the lines a little bit, I love the way it's set up. Like the yeah. psychology of that booth is awesome. People are coming and going, flying around. Mm. Everybody's doing business at the same table. 
it's pretty. I mean, and then it's there's pretty cool. Steve sitting at the front of the booth in like just a big cushy chair, just like overseeing. Yeah, everything. just yeah. watching everything. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a brand that we. Uh, that's great. We're getting into them too. Another yeah. brand we're gonna have basically everything they make. Yeah, man. There's some really special cigars coming down the pipe from Dunbarton, and uh, you know what? I didn't. Uh, I didn't even try yet. Um, the PCA exclusive red meat lovers from Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. I've got. Uh, I've got a sample in my in my bag, and that that one I've got to get to yet too. This is why it's going to be tough to go best in show cigar because it's like. Uh, what's the word? It's preemptive. It's sort of, uh, you know, at least until further notice, I guess. Yeah. I, there are quite a few that I'm very excited about that I haven't gotten to yet. Okay. Well, then we could just do the best cigar you had at the show and then yeah. the, the one cigar you're looking forward to trying okay. the most. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I so like that. I'm going to ask you, who was favorite per, your favorite personality that mm. you met at the show? Or that I met that you, you know, that we, that we collectively yeah. met. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the first, there's kind of an obvious answer to that. Um, so I don't want to steal your thunder, but. Uh, well, I have multiple. Yeah. No, it's fine. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You can, you can talk about whatever you want. Because we had a chance to interview Matt Booth. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Yeah. And he this is fucking a guy. wild motherfucker, man. Yeah. That guy is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was it was awesome, and I mean, you can tell this dude is has another level of intelligence. Um, he is doesn't give a shit what anybody thinks about him. No, not a single fuck. Not is a given. single fuck is given from this dude. He's got this. You know, you guys have probably seen pictures of Matt Booth. He's got this long hair. Looks like a like a like a metal rocker or something like a metal head almost. Or yeah, like, you know, but. Then we then we sit down to talk to him and get him on camera, and he starts telling this story about Johnny Tobacconaut, the cosmic uh, astronaut in search of uh, you know, intergalactic flavor. Intergalactic maybe. flavor, <laughs> yeah. Like wow, dude, and dude. That, that that was the inspiration behind one of his new cigars, you know? Yeah. Like, wow. You guys, that is cool. You guys might know Matt Booth as the creator of the Room One Hundred One brand. Was purchased by Scandinavian Tobacco Group, put under the forged umbrella, meant to boost and propel retail to uh, a different space in the cigar game and uh i have i had heard about this guy yeah like oh have you ever met matt booth and i'm like no he's he's an interesting guy yeah yeah yeah. i had no idea how it was gonna go when we interviewed him i gotta say he was awesome the interview we got with him was incredible it's it's quick. He's talking about his new line of cigars, Johnny Tobacconaut. Amazing branding. Mm-hmm. Beautiful box. Mm-hmm. Oh, so cool, cartoony yeah. looking thing. It's gonna reach it's gonna reach a younger generation of cigar mm-hmm. smokers yeah. for sure. Yeah. But the story and the saga of Johnny Tobacconaut is very cool. And if you're in search of intergalactic flavor, I think you might find it at Tall Chief Cigars <laughs> relatively soon. <laughs> so if Dave is picking Matt Booth, then uh you know, there's a couple. There's a couple guys that I that I met at the show that I had a good time interviewing, talking to. You know, we spoke to Jonas Santana of Blackbird Cigar Company. Mm-hmm. We're in there really tight with, with Blackbird. We talked to Alan Santabria mm-hmm. from uh, Family by Loyalty Cigar. Cigar you might find. Uh, you might find a couple in the. Uh, definitely, you'll find some on our social media. You might find a couple mm-hmm. in the humidor in the coming weeks. That's right. You know, we met Brandon Marsh, the owner of Big Sky Tobacco. 
Uh, Neil Garcia, who's the owner of uh, or the CEO of Jake Wyatt Cigar Company. Mm-hmm. We met a lot of people. My favorite part of the whole show mm. was getting to talk to Rocky Patel. Mm. For just want to learn about the conviction because yeah. guys, I got blown up with texts. Yeah. About the conviction. Yeah. Do they have it? Do you yeah. have a sample? Yeah. Do you have this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. No. No, there are no samples. Well, tell them, tell them why, because I don't think we really knew. We knew that there's a there's this new cigar coming out. Yep. They're going to debut it, uh, you know, coming up real soon here. Well, let's ask him about it at PCA. Right. It's called the Conviction. That's all we had. That's right. all That's the information it. we had. Debuting Saturday. And then when we got there and found out about it, it makes sense that they weren't giving out samples. Right. So we thought it was going to be like DBS, like 60, like white label. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be 18, 20 MSRP. Yeah. No. (laughs) No. There's only 5,000 boxes, I think. Only 5,000 Only 5,000. One size. It's $100 a stick. With your punch card, it's $75 a stick. (laughs) Um, Good luck. Uh, So it's $100 a stick. Um, yep. But we got some. Yeah, it's yeah. on the way. It's on the way. We don't have a lot. When it gets here, you'll uh, you know you'll want to get down here and get one. Right. But yeah, no samples of that, unfortunately. But what we did have is a Rocky Patel Dark Star, mm. one of the newest offerings from Rocky that you'll see here, along with a couple other ones. But we got our hands on a Dark Star. This was fun for us because if you Google Rocky Patel Dark Star, nothing comes up. <laughs> it's as if the internet does not know yeah. about this cigar. And I had never heard of it until we sat down. I'm like, what is this? Yeah, they managed to keep that one a secret. So I'm smoking it, and uh, we can't find any details about it. So I'm telling Dave, I think I, I think I know what this is. I think I know what this is. Yeah. Um, so Dark Star to me is a mild, medium, Corojo wrapper with all Honda and everything. Um, there is video of me guessing that. Mm-hmm. Even though the band yeah. says Nicaragua, I, I did not say the word Nicaragua. I said Honduran. Unfortunately, there is video of this. There is video with a timestamp. <laughs> no one can find anything about it. So we asked Max what it is. Oh, it's Corojo. Honduran. It's actually not Nicaraguan at all. We just have that band on there. It's just a, it's just a working band for yeah. the show. It'll be a much. I was like, band. I don't know, dude. I think it might be Cameroon. And then Max, what? Max, would it? Yeah, it's Corojo. Son of a, you know. Come on, man. It doesn't matter what state I'm in. Yeah, the guy just. I'm, I'll, I will know. I'll suss <laughs> it out. Honestly, this cigar tastes like a punch golden era, except a little bit better. Yeah. Um, which is why it's going to be it was good. It three was or like, four dollars yeah. more. Yeah, it was good. It was it was it was like kind of bready or something. It was like a yeah, gingerbread vibe or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. And I'm so happy because it's a it fills a it fills a hole in the Rocky catalog that I think needs a little bit more uh, occupancy. Yeah. Right. So like, if you want a mild Rocky, yeah, vintage ninety nine, maybe an 03. Mm. but that's like more of a medium. Yeah. You're but right. now it's like there's so many full yeah, body now options. Yeah, yeah, it fills that section in between yeah. 99 and 03, and yeah. I could be like, okay, yeah. here are your three options: yeah. mildest, medium, true medium. Yeah, yeah, and right. Then, like right. I really like that. Uh, Rocky's also producing a bundle, a bundle cigar called Seed to Smoke. That's Finally, right. that's going to be really popular. There could be ALR scrap tobacco in there. That's what Mike said. Yeah, Mike yeah. probably won't be, but there could be. There could be one puff. Yeah. Straight ALR. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. One little flake. 
Yeah. yeah. And then the 1865, right? Is that the date? 1865. Juneteenth. The Juneteenth 1865 project is what this, that's the, the, the full name of this new line. And you guessed it, it's another San Andreas Maduro. Rocky Patel has been putting out one after the next blockbuster San Andreas wrapper cigars. And each one is just, you know, each one has been a home run. Um, you know what we thought of the 60, but it goes way back before that. You know, there, the, obviously there's the DBS as well, uh, the 60, the Disciple, the Vintage 2006, the, you know, going back to cigars we don't even have anymore, right? Like the quarter century and the winter collection and stuff. I asked, uh, I asked Max uh, about this and, and whether or not he, whether or not they at Rocky Patel b believed that they were foreseeing a trend when they started on this run of San Andreas rapper. And, um, he was like, you know, I, I really, you know, I work for the guy, right? So I'm biased, but I really think he knew what was going to happen. Like he saw it coming. But the other reason is, and he's like, honestly, man, we just love it. We just love San Andreas. We absolutely love it. And it, it is the correct rapper for these blends. You know, the reason we keep going back to it is because it's the correct rapper. Like as if they're approaching it in a scientific way and you know what i'm saying like what yeah. this cigar needs is a san andreas wrapper yeah and uh there here's another one coming down the pipe that i'm so excited to try it's another sample that i haven't gotten to yet <laughs> i mean you guys know by now like there are certain brands that treat us very well as retailers you know um and rocky patel is one of them and that's why we kind of went in pretty big with them too and we're gonna have i don't think there's a cigar they make that we're just not gonna have mm-hmm yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, there, whatever. If, if there is, it's like there, there's one or two out there, but the, our spread of Rocky is going to be uh, quite complete. Yeah, so. really impressive. Yeah. So, as far as personalities go, Dave, Dave has Matt Booth. Yeah. I got, I got meeting Rocky. That was a, you know, you hear stories. All oh, great guy. This have their thing, but uh, very. Uh, he has a nice. He has an aura about him that's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Um, you know, he's wearing his awesome, cool designer suit. And yeah. Had a lot of cool things to say about the about the cigar when we caught him for an interview. You guys will see that eventually, I'm sure, when we release the cigar. Um, yeah. So, what is the uh, one of the the best cigar you had mm -hmm. at the show? Yeah. So it's. Um, I think I know. It. I think. I think you probably know. Yeah. It, I'm like. St I'm even right now. I'm stuck between a couple, um, because I also had a chance to try. I'm going to give honorable mention to the Emilio side one it was called um and you know just so just so you know by chance um the the Ovea Negra uh people were were tossing out a few cigars here try this one and it ended up hitting me right between the eyes it was awesome mm -hmm. the Emilio side one uh San Andreas uh, Nicaraguan fillers you know yada yada but yeah just true medium body full flavor smooth and earthy that was a great cigar i'm i'm gonna go though with my pick for best in show the mccallough black oh yeah the mccallough black which is another cigar that's on its way here um mccallough is a, a brand that we've got a nice spread of in the store and you know some some of those cigars have been doing really well others you know have been slow to catch on 
but this new one for the guys listening that that come to me for recommendations and i know there are a few of you guys that like know that your palette lines up with mine you're gonna absolutely love the McAuliffe black and the price point on that is is the best part yeah you know it's under 10 bucks yeah so so it's gonna be that's that's really gonna slap i think we got it coming in two sizes yeah yeah, yeah robusto and toro right yeah i knew it i pretty much knew as soon as you uh you know that was interesting too because that was the last one we had at the sh- you had at the show i haven't had it um yeah because I was done, guys. I, I just... <laughs> Smoke. We smoked I a just, lot of cigars. Yeah, yeah. I just Last year, I remember doing a ton in a day, and I just really wanted to get away from that. I did a good job. I You have to be very... This is tough. At the show, you have to be very committed to tossing a cigar midway. Because... Mm-hmm. It's true. If you're a retailer, everybody's trying to see you. Everybody wants to make an appointment. Everybody wants to do a sale. Everybody yeah. wants you to try this thing. And it's just like, at a certain point, it's you just burn out. Mm-hmm. You're just like, okay. Like, yeah. I'm sick of having something right here. I just want to, you know, sit down and just maybe enjoy one if I can, which is perhaps why my favorite was the one that I was sitting down with the most. Um, the the best cigar that I had at the show was the Dapper Desvalido yeah? Diplo. Wow, nice. Yes. That cigar was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it just had this honey. It note. was, yes, yes. Yeah. Like dark honey. Yeah. yeah. It was like, it, was. it had this like raw honey mm-hmm. taste to it that I mm-hmm. thought was so unique and cool. And I actually got to sit down and like pay attention. And I was like, yeah. It was a very unique cigar for sure. I thought that was really good. Um, I will give an honorable mention to the rebranded post embargo Alec Bradley cigar. Nice. Nice. I was very surprised by that new wrapper. Uh, you know, when, whenever somebody, whenever a company buys another company, it's like, oh, they're going to change the blends, they're going to change this. I have to give kudos to Forge for just taking one cigar that they thought they might 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 have a good idea right. with, right. and then re-releasing it. And then it's the post embargo was a good cigar, but this one is really nice. Mm-hmm. It ups the intensity a little bit, but the flavor is just, it's all there. It's going to be a great price point. And, uh, that's when I would definitely urge somebody to revisit if they've had a post embargo in the past from Alec Bradley. Yeah. Um, you know, now obviously sold by forged. So how does it, how does it line up with, with the original? Like I found the original to be just like straight up medium. Yeah. This one, uh, there's definitely a little bit more, uh, more body to it. Mm. It makes you slow down a little bit more. Like mm. the other one, I could have in my, I could just kind of rip through this one. Like um, it tastes really good. It had a lot of, it had a lot of earthiness to yeah. me. Um, but I mean, as like it, the the smoke was a little bit more dense and chewy. That was pretty nice. Yeah. Um, it, the it the kinda, presentation is is off the charts. It looks fantastic. Yeah, it look, I mean yeah. the the new box looks really cool. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing you could look forward to with maybe a couple different Alec Bradley brands coming up in the next year or so. Is they're probably going to rebrand a tiny bit because you know Alec Bradley's good brand, a good cigar, been around for a long time. But now that they're under owned by General Cigar Company, I'm sure there's just a team of people mm-hmm. who could just like reimagine a couple different things for mm-hmm. release. And um, nice, so dapper. I loved it. Uh, Desvalido. Desvalido gets the honor from Carl. Yeah. Honorable mention to the new rebranded, reblended post embargo from Alec Bradley. So what about uh, what? What are you like most excited to try that you haven't gotten to yet? I know there's quite a few. 
I mean, we both got pretty fat bags of samps to get we to do. here. We do. We do. A lot of sampies. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. The one that I am the most excited yeah. to try. Yeah. I am going to go with... I am most excited to try a Mi Carita Black mm. in the Corona shape. The small. Nice. The small one. Yeah. Because yeah. I had the the Papa or the, what is it the Saka Khan Saka the big Khan seven fifty four the Papa Saka is the one you're talking yeah, about yeah yeah right? yeah 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 so I loved it and that's a you'll never catch me dead smoking a seven by fifty four right. like just <laughs> never but yeah. I you know the day we did the yeah. Dave Lafferty in studio interview a couple episodes back he gave me one of those um, that cigar was so good and I can't wait to zap it down to a little. Corona, I think it's a Corona Gorda, and just yeah. have it that way because I know it's going to be just a, just a banger of a stick. It's going to be full body. It's going to have all that flavor that I was trying to kind of concentrate for in that seven by fifty four down into a smaller shape. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah! And that's you know that's like that's kind of more my size. You know, I'm just not a no not no big rings here man yeah i like that i like that. Um, that that's the one i'm looking forward to trying the most hell yeah. maybe a unicorn but i'm not going to try a unicorn we're going to give we're going to do something yeah else. i mean right you know when there's only with a cigar like that you know the opportunity comes around to like actually have them to provide to guys or use them for incentive and with a cigar that has that much of a cult following behind it and that much demand but anyway um for myself, I think I'm going to go, uh, I'm really, really excited about that new La Gloria Cubana Serie oh. S Maduro, which I have a Gordo in my in my bag, Which and I think that that might be the size for that cigar. I don't know, because that could end up being really freaking strong in a, in, a, in a smaller size. La Gloria doesn't really do, especially on their, you know, on the Serie R, Serie S, they don't do like thin, small sizes, yeah. right? They're known for big, fat, thick cigars. So I think that Gordo is going to go over really, really well. This, the, the original Serie S is a San Andreas Natural, uh, which you can tell kind of by looking at it, you know, and now they, they're making it San Andreas Maduro Serie S. So that's oh, yeah. going to be really cool. It's going to be good. Um, also that 1865, the Juneteenth 1865 from Rocky. Yeah, that that looks... one looks really, really nice too. And it's another cigar that's on the way here that I'm going to need to familiarize myself with. Uh, you know, I'm the kind of guy, like, my palate is such that I kind of know ahead of time oh, yeah. whether or not the cigar is going to, like, at least get close for me or yeah. not. You know what yeah, I mean? Because, you know, so um, that one, that's another one that I'm really excited about. And then I guess I got to go with, like, that Red Meat Lovers has a ton of uh, hype behind it. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. and I haven't gotten to that one yet. Yeah, I haven't either. But yeah, if I got if I had to pick one, I think it's the La Gloria, the La Gloria Series Maduro. I'm gonna give an honorable mention to, to uh, Family by Loyalty mm. because they make a size called Pipe Size. Mm -hmm. It's what three and a half yeah. by fifty, maybe. <laughs> yeah. It might it's, be like yeah, it's a like small that. little hitter. Or Looks something. like a little vape. Looks like a little flash drive, yeah, you know. A little like, flash drive. Uh, it's like that long. It is. Oh, God, I love that. I love it. And then we have the same exact cigar that we have in pipe size in Gran Toro. Right. It's a great way to tell the difference between sizes. How probably the best example on the market of like, yeah, smoke this one. I'll smoke that one. 
they taste like two different cigars. Yeah. They're the same thing. And this is the difference between those two. We have a couple different cigars in their pipe size and in their Grand Toro size yeah. that we're going to film a little video with and talk about the differences between them. Right. And we've got a little. A yeah, that's right. We've got a, a short, a small like interview uh, clip to, to, to show to you guys too with Alan from Family by Loyalty. And he explained this whole, uh, you know, the genesis of the idea and why he loves giving guys you know, the same cigar in the little pipe size and then the Toro. He's like, you know, smoke this one, you know, and smoke this one the next day and tell me, tell me the difference, you know, like do that experiment for yourself and you're going to see what I'm talking about. You yeah. Know, so. so we're going to do that and record that and, yeah. uh, you know, might be a brand you find in here. I love them. I think they're, I think they're great. So, um, he's a really cool guy. Too, yeah. You know, I'm going to ask you what your favorite overall part of the show was. It could be anything. It could be, Anything about our trip that was the best part? Um, All right. You know, yeah. It was walking back into the hotel room the one night. Mm -hmm. We had left the drapes open. Okay. And it was already very late. Uh, But not so late that the sun was down completely. So I, like, walked back into the hotel room. We're up on the, you know, on the eighth floor of this place. And behind the hotel, there's just, um, you know, you can see the Wynn Resort here, golf course, the, the Wynn Golf Resort spread out in front of you. And then uh, the giant circular dome building that the NBA Summer League is being played in. No, it's is uh, that where is that what's going on there? No, it's just an av- it's just a globe for advertising. Glo- okay, so so that giant globe video looks like a like a giant arena, but it's a it's a sphere with a video screen laid across the entire surface of the sphere. So I walk back into the room. The drapes are open. Just these huge windows out onto this cityscape, laying in the desert with the mountains in the background, and that sphere playing this video of basketballs bouncing off of each other or something like that, you know, on this giant, yeah. uh, over the the entire surface of this giant spherical building. Um, Amazing. It was just like one of these moments where like, where am I right now? Yeah. Like, holy smokes, that is some view. Did you know it was the first weekend they were using the globe? No. Yeah, I found that out when we got back because every sports show was talking about it. I remember when we went, we saw it at multiple stages of development yeah because we went there for the first time in in january of last year it was like being constructed then back again six months later it was like nearly finished or something yeah that's cool it was the first weekend of it wow that's cool my uh my favorite part of the whole show was how many people recognized us yeah and like saw because i wear my tall chief shirts all the time everywhere when we go to these things and like how many people were like Oh, Talchi. Oh, Talchi. Oh, yeah. Talchi. Yeah, we 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 I we got you guys on Instagram. We yeah. Oh, Talchi. You know, so I mean, we met some people from Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, a couple of podcasters from Buffalo that are like, you know, it's cool when you meet other younger guys in the hobby because like it's not as common of a thing. Mm. You know, it's like a lot more. It's a lot more rare. Carl and I were chilling at the bar on the on the second maybe the second night we were there first night or second night we were there mm. and the brand manager for Punch is you know we've never met this guy in person 
walking by, oh, hey, tall chief, you guys are killing it online. Like, you know, this, I love the social media. Like, thanks for the promote, you know. All that this. was cool. Like, that was pretty sweet, too. That was cool. Yeah. But just the, uh, it's working. Yeah. Like the. Yeah. Also feeling, the feeling of belonging. It's mm. like, yeah, like we're, like, if, you know, we go by, go by the, you know, foundation booth and, you know, a couple guys say what's up, go by the. You know, go by the Dunbarton booth. Couple guys say what's up. Go by Rocky. It's like we have a seat at that table pretty much, whenever you know. Like that's pretty sweet. It's just like two years. It's been two years. Just a couple of cigar nerds who stumbled into stumbled into the opportunity to run a, a cigar shop and and uh, yeah, figuring it out. It was that that was definitely like a surreal like yeah. thing. You know, mm-hmm. like. The national sales manager for Forge is like, yo, keep doing what you're doing. That's right. I heard I heard that conversation like, too. Yeah. You know, you get to the front of the line, you know, you know, everybody up there who's handing out cigars to everybody. You just yo, what's up, Carl? What's up, Dave? You know, it's just it's it's incredible. It's absolutely wild. Yeah. You know. I feel like we just got here. Yeah. It's been like, you know, and now we do this, and now we like post clips, and you'll see. A, now that we have this iPad, you'll see a whole ton more stuff. Yeah, it 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 allows us to do a lot more. That's for sure. Um, also, I'm gonna give a give a shout out to our buddy Nick Goss, who used uh, the PCA the uh, the opportunity and the uh, occasion of PCA with the whole the whole industry collected around him to unveil his newest creation. Uh, the way he put it, like, this is what I've worked so long and hard for. That, those were his words. He's released uh, Goss Cigars. So Cavalier Genevieve is making a cigar for Nick called Goss. It, mm-hmm. there's, there's three blends. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you tell him about the, about the, the blends because, like, I, I don't watch It's Always Sunny. So. Yeah, okay, so... <laughs> So for anybody who's a fan of the show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, these couple of these names might might uh, ring a bell for you. So Goss has three cigars that are debuting, two regular release, one limited edition. The first one, called The Day Man, <laughs> is a Ecuador shade Honduran cigar yep. that is really nice first thing in the morning. Um, to me, it's like, a, it's like a Macanudo White on steroids. Really like that one. Really nice uh, hay. Yeah. A little bit of like, and I always get like a lemony hmm. taste with that, with that combination. And the that, second one yeah. is called The Nightman. <laughs> so if you've ever watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Charlie puts on a play to uh, seduce the waitress, right? Um, and the play is just literally all is set up to him kind of like asking her on a date at the end in front of an audience full of people and she thinks he's disgusting and that's kind of (laughs) centering around the characters of the night man and the day man the night man being the villain and the day man being the champion of the sun Mm. who uh can defeat the night man okay it's hilarious it's an episode that i feel is mandatory viewing for most people uh but it's weird it feels like a weird fever dream Anyway, the Nightman is a San Andreas mm-hmm. Honduran, the one I tried. Uh, my sample was a little fresh, so it burned a little quickly, but the flavor, you know, with a couple weeks in the humidor, a couple weeks to be here, should be on point. The last one, 
my favorite one. <laughs> we did not receive a sample of this because it is a limited edition 10-count box. The cigar name is incredible, and you might recognize it from somewhere. Uh, so this cigar is called Hot August Nights, live from the Greek Amphitheater. Now, if you're a Neil Diamond fan, uh, there might be a conflict of interest there for you. When deciding between which album to play on vinyl and which cigar to smoke, you might find that they're both named the same thing. Yeah. Hot August Nights, live from the Greek Amphitheater, a limited edition San Andreas. A uh. little bit more full than that, uh, night, than that Nightman. Uh, it's here for a limited time. We're going to have a box of it. The The box is incredible. Yeah, he did a really good job. Yeah. Um, they're just, you know, it's a great way for us to support a guy who's had our back since the beginning, who's mm-hmm. repped some amazing brands for us. He's the only recurring guest in the history of the podcast so far. <laughs> and honestly, all the brands that Nick reps, Oveja Negra, Cavalier, Espinosa, Dapper, Warped, Illusion, they're all incredible. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit off the beaten path for a lot of people. But I encourage you to give these brands a try because Dave and I are growing with Nick because we love those cigars, you know. Um, the Nightman, the Dayman, Hot August Nights, three awesome cigars coming at you from the Cavalier Factory, proudly displayed with uh, Nick Goss's beautiful face <laughs> on the label. What else would he put on his cigar label than his own, his own yeah. mug? You know, so that was yeah. That's a good shout out, Dave, because yeah. he's an interesting cat, and I think the way you separate yourself in the cigar world is just be a little interesting. He's you know? also obviously a very hardworking dude, right? Like oh, this stuff doesn't just happen. Like he's had to put a lot uh, into it, and uh, so it's just cool to see all that work come come to a finished product for him. So that's really cool, uh, and I really hope that goes over well. You'll be able to find Goss cigars here at Tall Chief. So oh, yeah, we can't wait. Yeah. In fact, uh, why don't we why don't we find out what what Dominican Dave was up to while we were gone? I'm sure he smoked a couple of cigars. Yeah. yeah. What was he doing? I don't know. We should probably find out. I mean, Dave, what were you up to, dude? Mi gente, que lo que? Dominican Dave here for you. How you guys been? It's been a couple of days since I don't see you, so I got you something nice for today. I mean, I'm, th- this is good. You know that if you play with the horns, you're gonna get the Juarez. This is crown head Juarez. Chocolatey, earthy, little leather. I mean, this is flavor up to its best right there. Look at how cool this This is just beautiful right here. Juarez, right here in Tall Chief Cigars, baby. All right. Thanks, Dave. Good to know that uh, you're still alive, <laughs> you know, after leaving you in the lurch for, for a week there. But uh, big thanks to Dominican Dave for stepping up and filling in for us and allowing us to get out there and bring some goodies home for everybody. So. Big time. Yeah, those 12-hour days, they're good, but they're long. Mm. Being here for a full shift by yourself is, is no a long, especially through a summer weekend. It's like, no doubt. Yeah, so we came back and a lot of stuff was gone, <laughs> and uh, a lot of stuff will be showing up. But we got so much more work to do. Half the summer left, maybe more. And uh, yeah, big thanks to Dominican Dave sharing his cigar for the week, yeah. taking over for us um, while we're gone. So we'll be here for we're we're back. We're we're good. We're not going anywhere else. So you'll get all three of us the full effect the f- here at the World Tour. <laughs> the trifecta. The 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 big three. 
here at the World Famous Tall Chief Cigars Humidor and Lounge. Another thing we have not talked about yet that is coming up very soon. Right. Um, so, like, okay, I'll preface this with uh, I try to name events. The names don't really mean anything. I just don't want to be, like, Drew Estate event or Oliva event. I want to give it a, a name, yeah, right? Like so. That. A couple months ago, when I when we scheduled the event, I was like, "What should we call? What should we call this Drew Estate event that's going to be happening in July? How about summer camp? Right? Whatever. Love it. I thought it was cool. So Drew Estate presents summer camp at the world famous Tall Chief Cigars on Bike Night, Thursday, July twentieth. Let me hype this up for a little mm. for for you for a little bit. Mm. Why you have to be here? We've been trying for years to get our boy Zach Reynolds here from Drew Estate. To mingle with our customers, to have some cool swag, to have some cool deals. You guys know by now that the Drew Estate swag is on another level. It's very cool. They do it better than anybody, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's very cool. Um, the Drew Estate sticks. Obviously, there's a cigar or two or five in their portfolio for everybody. Um, also, just saw yesterday that we are getting a shit ton of Liga Privada. That's right. A lot of number nine, a lot of 52, some H99, all sorts of, maybe some Anniversario. Actually, no, guaranteed some Anniversario. Everything you're going to want, Liga or otherwise, from Drew Estate is going to be here, including a beautiful Liga Privada humidor that we are just giving away. That thing is nice. It's amazing. Yeah. This Liga Privada humidor could be yours if you show up, because if you show up and stay for the duration of the event... Until the end, 8 o'clock, we raffle this thing off. You're going to receive one free raffle ticket. Plus, for every $50 in Drew Estate product you purchase, you'll receive one raffle ticket in addition to all sorts of free cigars and swag from Zach, who's here promoting the entire brand. We got everything. We got Hoya. We got Herrera Esteli. We got Blackened. Got some factory smokes if you got to load up with your everyday smoke. We got Liga. We got Undercrown. Acid. The Deadwood Family. You name it. It's like those soul. Sure, sure. Whatever you want. Come by and get it Thursday, July 20th, 5 to 8, at the world-famous Tall Chief Cigars at Native Pride during bike night. July, probably the best bike night of the summer. Weather's perfect. Don't got to worry about being outside. Yeah. Food, drink everywhere. Great band. Everybody's here. Having a good time. Enjoying being a community. Enjoying being a family. Enjoying friends. Everything you're going to want is going to be here that night, Thursday, July 20th, 5 to 8 p.m. Dave, what do you uh, tell us about what your favorite Drew Estate stick is? Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm going to go. It's tough, right? Because they make, in my opinion, the best $5 cigar of all time. Yep. Which is the Nika Rustica Broadleaf. <sighs> man. <laughs> I mean, there's, in you know, for my palate, there's no better way to spend five bucks. Uh, at least here, you know, I know that cigar is going to be a little more expensive in other shops, but that's why you buy it from us, right? <laughs> uh, the Nika right Rustica Broadleaf. But, um, you know, in the, in the you know, I'll, I'll risk being boring here and say that the Liga Pravada number nine is probably the best cigar I've ever had for my palate. I know that everybody... I'm not alone. I know a lot of people think that. And I do this for a living, so I should have a more interesting answer than that. So I am a little bit embarrassed to say that the Liga Pravada number 9 is the best cigar I've ever had. But it is actually the truth. The best new cigar of the last three, four, five years maybe 
uh, the Undercrown 10. The Undercrown 10 is, the, from the first time I smoked that cigar, it just like laid me right on my back. That thing was so good on so many levels. And uh, so it, it, it takes, it takes like accolades for me in a number of different categories, right? Like mm. the best like cheap cigar, like everyday cigar, it's got the best, you know, like literally the best cigar probably I've ever had. And then, you know, the best like new cigar, the best cigar I've had in the last three years that's like a new release, you know? So they're just so good at what they do. Yeah. They're, it's, they're undeniably the kings in, in, in so many ways, man. And it's Drew Estates, this massive company. And I tell this story, I think I've told this story on the podcast, like being at PCA last year, going through the whole place. We spent days there trying all these different cigars, new stuff, different stuff brands I've never heard of, every cool boutique company that, you know, you could think of. Sample all this stuff, and at the end of the week, I tried the Undercrown 10 for the first time, and it was the best cigar I had had the entire week, you know? And it's like, man, really? I couldn't come up with something better than Drew Estate to take Cigar of the Show, you know? But uh, they're very good at what they do, and yeah, yeah I, think I'm going, I think I'm going Undercrown 10 is my final answer. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> choice, man, and... You know, Undercrown Maduro has always been just a, a familiar comfort pick for me. If I got ten bucks and I yeah. need one good cigar, grab that Grand Toro Undercrown Ten, yeah. light that thing up. It's a good night. You know, um, the I'm, Norteño's really good too. Norteño's man, the Herrera Steli Norteño. Yeah, the Grand. Man, the, it had been a couple of years since I had one of those, and then we brought it back in recently, and I smoked uh, that Robusto Grande. Oh, oh man, yeah, Whew. great cigar there. I mean. You know, the Herrera Steli Habano, for me, Habano guy, yeah. always yeah. always hits the mark. Just yeah. nice, smooth Habano. Yeah. I'm going to go off the beaten path here. Uh -oh. And I'm going to go ahead and choose one of my favorite Drew Estate cigars. Isla del Sol. No. <laughs> Not exactly. No. Honorable mention. <laughs> uh, the Hoya de Nicaragua, Connecticut. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Always my favorite example to give to people. Here's a Connecticut. It's gonna, it's gonna bite you. Yeah. It's not. It ain't playing nice. If you want your Reserva Real, your Monte Cristo White, right. if you want to just chill, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. This is a great example of a nice, medium body Connecticut mm. cigar. It's yeah. a Connecticut cigar with a nice potent blend of tobacco. Love that Toro size. That's six by fifty. That's for me. Smaller ring, great length. Get that flavor. You're not there all day. 50 minutes, 60 minutes, in, out, thank you. Yep. You've been, you've been, you've been, you've been preaching, you've been preaching the uh, Antonio Connecticut for, for, a, for a minute. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love, I love Hoya as a brand, yeah. honestly. Um, you know, they're purchased by Drew Estate and they, you know, they go, they have their new little marketing rebrand, uh, rediscover Hoya, which yeah. I think is very cool. Um, we're trying to grow that brand. We've been doing a great job. That's the one though, for me, beautiful band, beautiful Connecticut, Connecticut rapper on it. Oh, cool. Yeah, can't beat that one. So you guys are going to be able to try all of them. We got deep discounts. We got swag. We got free cigars. Everybody gets raffled into that humidor drawing. We have so much going on Thursday, July 20th, 5 to 8. Don't have to be here when it starts. Have to be here when it ends. Mm. Making it easy for you if you're right. living in the city. Take a little drive out. It's going to be a beautiful night. We're going to have plenty of places to sit, smoke, chill, eat, drink, mingle, laugh, Come see the boys. Maybe pick up a couple PCA exclusive cigars, too, if we have any in by then. Check out some new stuff. Let us show you around. Come meet Zach. Super cool guy. 
so many free things flying around. You're not going to want to miss that. So we need you guys here. Um, Zach's very excited to meet to meet you guys too. You know, like he's he talked when he was here last time about you know uh, being excited to make some new friends and stuff. So and he's a really cool guy. So you guys will not want to miss that. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and throw it over to a to a little uh, commercial I filmed earlier about what's going on this month here outside of PCA, outside of Drew. In case you want to, you know, hit all your bases. <laughs> so let's see what I had to say about that. Hey guys, it's Carl coming to you. From the world-famous Tall Chief Cigars Humidor and Lounge out here in Irving, New York. You know by now every month we like to celebrate a brand or two. And July is no different. July 23 is Camacho and Avo month here at the world-famous. Camacho, for every five Camacho cigars you buy, mix and match, or all the same kind, it's really up to you. You're going to get a raffle ticket for a Nomad portable smoker. Wow. And you're going to get to pick a piece of free Camacho swag. We got some mugs, hat, uh, water bottles, a couple travel humidors. Might have a couple things kicking around later. And if Camacho's not your thing, we also have Avo. Got some amazing swag from Avo, some ashtrays, some lighters, some travel cases. You're going to mix and match any 20 sticks. You're going to grab yourself one of those. Or buy a box, grab one of those beautiful Avo showpieces. We've lowered the price of Avo significantly. So low we're not allowed to say. But if you come in, we can show you all around. If those brands aren't your thing, maybe Drew Estate's not for you. Well, first of all, you're really hard to deal with. Second of all, August is AJ Fernandez month at the world famous Tall Sheets Cigars Humidor and Lounge. Stay tuned for details on that. But as you guys know, we're always going to bring you plenty of free cigars, swag, amazing deals, great prices, and best of all, me and Dave. <laughs> so get here Monday through Monday through Sunday every day seven to seven. Come take advantage of these awesome deals free cigars, and swag that we have for you, our beautiful customer. <laughs> All right. Big thanks to me for... Uh, Way to go, dude. Yeah, thanks, man. I, uh, I had fun. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, there's just so much going on here. But we got to keep you abreast of everything that's happening because, like, uh, we don't want these free cigars. So come and get them. It's July. We don't have much time left. You gotta suck these things down before yeah, November. That's true, man. Before we're all outside in our parkas, puffing away, shoveling bullshit off the driveway, all that stuff. So who wants that? Yeah, I mean, well, we're a long way from there. So get out here, come enjoy things with us while we have time left all together. Uh, it's a beautiful day today. It's gonna be beautiful for the next three months. So AJ, Camacho, Avo, Drew, whatever we do in September whatever we do, whatever we think of that morning and just put out for people. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, it. we work hard to put these things on, and uh, it's fun. And, uh, you know, we have great relationships with everybody who sells us cigars. So, uh, yeah, just come and get a deal. We'll show you all around. Plenty of new things are going to be rolling in over to the store over the next several weeks, months. We're just going to keep it building because we're having our most successful year to date, all thanks to you guys. So, Thank you so much for that. Dave, I got to ask you, do you have any closing thoughts about the past week and a half for us? What's going to be happening in the future? Anything like that? I'm really, really excited about the direction that we're taking, especially after the trade show. Um, really doubling down on our relationships with some of these um, brands that are more closely aligned with you know, 
our taste in cigars, I guess, but yeah. also our approach to, uh -huh. to business and and our approach to the industry, you right. know? And, you know, the, the first one that kind of comes to mind, like, like I love Rocky Patel, love M Mike and, and Max, like those guys are awesome. Yep. And they will do anything for us at the drop of a hat, though, if we want to put on an event, you know, if, and they go hard for their events. They toss in so much product for us to help us out. So I'm really happy to be doubling down with them and really making sure that we flush out the portfolio uh, for, for Rocky and and those cigars you know that's great rocky's a brand that has a ton of name recognition they're going to sell really well and they make really really good cigars yeah but also what we've done with foundation and with dunbarton and you know what we're looking to do with Ovea negra and with espinosa you know like these are brands that really line up with with our sort of approach to the industry i think and yeah so i'm so excited to be really cementing our relationship with those brands and Absolutely. putting ourselves on the map as one of the shops that they can count on, one of the shops that wants to be heavily involved with them. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So dude, really definitely. excited about that. Yeah. I mean, I feel the same way. There, you know, we want to have everybody's cigar, but we also don't want to be the same place on the corner of your street, right? right? Like we want to, oh yeah, well, if you're looking for something a little bit different that you might not find everywhere, check out right. Warped, check out this new cigar from Espinosa. Yes. Check out the new Red Meat Lovers. Check anything. Because we're going to, you know, I always call it playing the hits. We have the cigars that guys like that they come here simply because we're way cheaper than other stores. Right. You know, your Macanudos, your Romeo and Juliet's, right. your all that stuff. But we also want to have a nice dedicated area for brands that are growing and growing fast and create a very good product mm -hmm. that we believe in. And mm -hmm. I think we're doing that really well mm -hmm. um it's taken so long to get, kind of move some stuff out and ship some stuff yes. out move some stuff around put some stuff on special clear it off the wall because every one of those wall spaces is very valuable right and we want to fill it with small brands that are working hard to create a quality consistent product mm -hmm. that we believe tastes good and i think we've done that yeah and i know we will continue to do so the relationships that dave and i are forming inside the industry are incredible and very advantageous to guys who, or, or ladies that pop into our store and want to hear about our experiences and what's new and why we're excited about it. Because Dave and I will really only bring in a cigar that's new if we are excited about it. Mm -hmm. Nothing that we're going to bring in is going to be set on the shelf and just put there. Right. We're going to tell you about it, why we liked it, why we bought it, why we think you'll like it, mm -hmm. why you might not like it. So we recommend you something different. You know, you're, all, you're always going to get an honest like approach yes, here. I agree. Um, yeah. And I just think that our brand of selling these things and marketing these things is a little bit different. And I think brands are kind of buying into it and I'm excited about it because it makes them really easy to work with, you yeah. know, when they see the passion that we have for these things. Yes. And, uh, I think that's why we've kind of caught on they're, as well as we have. Yeah. It makes, makes it, makes them want to work with us, you know, like it puts us on the map in that way, you know? Yeah. So yeah. So a lot of this stuff is going to be, uh, rolling in here over the coming weeks, but also into the fall, you know, some of these like exclusive new releases and stuff won't be shipping until, you know, uh, August, September, even October. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to have a nice rolling calendar over the next few months of new product showing up, yeah. you know, basically every week That's the best part. Uh, for the next few months, you know, so that's going to, it's just going to time out perfectly. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
thanks for kicking it with us here for a little while. We hope your cigar you were having while listening to us was absolutely fantastic. And if you need more, you know where to find us. The world-famous Tall Chief Cigars Humidor and Lounge in Irving, New York. Hit us up on Instagram, at Tall Chief Cigars. Find us on TikTok, at Tall Chief Cigars. Hit us up on Facebook by searching Tall Chief Cigars at Native Pride. Come on into our store. Send us a message. Just show, share with us what you're smoking, why you like it, uh, all that good stuff. I, uh, Dave, I got to tell you, man, I'm, I'm beat. Yeah. It's been a week. It's been a week. It has. And, uh, I mean, I got, to, I got to go home to my family for a couple days when we got home. This guy came right back into the shop. So, you know, we'll, pro, we'll try to give him, give him a little bit of a break this week. <laughs> maybe take a couple days off. And I'll hold things down here in the meantime. So come in and see me this weekend. We've got samples from the show. Oh, yeah. If you guys want to stop in and spend a little bit of money, maybe we could toss you something. A couple uh, samples Something for interesting, you. huh? Yeah. What do you say? I think that's a great idea. I think that's why we didn't smoke any of them. Yeah, that's so, right. <laughs> ton of samples, ton of fun, ton of deals, ton of promos, ton of ev- everything. Not your grandfather's cigar shop, but something a little bit a little bit more fun, I feel. Yeah, a little bit new and different. Thanks for hanging with us, guys. Now on video, now on YouTube. Whoa. It's the first one. It's episode 13, baby. <laughs> the grind does not stop. For Dave, this is Carl. Peace. <laughs>